Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow at 722. On a Sunday morning, that means it's time to talk to John Hancock and Michael Kelly. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, let's start with this issue. I've heard a few things that there could be yet another high-profile candidate looking to enter the first congressional district race against Cory Bush instead, you know, beyond Wesley Bell. So my question is, Michael, have you heard anything about this? Sure. I've heard lots of folks uh, that are interested in the first CD uh, many of us don't believe that Congressman Bush is representative of the people of the first CD. Um, but it's awfully hard to beat an incumbent, Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, Wesley Bell, uh, with incredible name ID, has hopped into the race. There's a couple of other politicians out there that would have some good uh, name ID and some ability. Um, but um, as of right now, it's just the two of them. And uh, I would think that uh, Cory Bush has to be a bit nervous. Well, if there was another candidate, a high-profile candidate, let's say there's two high-profile candidates going against her, that's kind of a crowded field. How would that affect her chances, you think? Well, I think it probably, uh, the more the merrier probably helps her. Uh, Mm. But the more the merrier splits that vote up uh, even larger. Uh, So could you see a really big name, uh, you know, uh, hop in? Could a Francis Slay or a Lida Krusen hop in? Uh, if, if there gets to be three or four different folks, who knows? Lots of speculation right now. It's a two horse race. And that's what I probably will anticipate. We'll see, uh, as we slide to the primary in August, John, do you think Republicans would cross over to vote against Bush? Not in the primary, uh, because you're going to have a very high profile governor's primary on the Republican side and a very high profile and expensive attorney general primary. So I don't see a lot of Republicans hopping in. And if a third Democrat gets into that primary, it's a lock that Cory Bush is going to win the nomination. And, of course, any Democrat nominee is going to win in the fall. I think if you're seriously interested in taking Cory Bush out, um, you do it either in a one-against-one primary, and that will be difficult. Or you, you find a candidate that is appealing and they go get the appropriate signatures, and they run on the November ballot as an independent candidate against Cory Bush. There'll be a nominal or no Republican option there. And in November, you've got the largest possible electorate because it's a presidential election. It will That will have the result of watering down Cory Bush's strident base of support. Uh, their impact would be minimized in a larger electorate. And an independent candidate who's funded and who's attractive could beat her in November. 
the polls are getting worse for President Biden. And I don't put too much stock into polls at this time heading into next year's presidential election. But there's something there. Michael, what do you think Democratic voters want if they're so displeased with the current president? I think that's a good question. And I think that's what the White House and the Biden camp's trying to figure out. Um, I think I know what they don't want. They don't want Donald Trump. They don't want Ron DeSantis. They don't want extremist Republicans. Um, and I think if you go back and look at uh, past elections about a year out when a Democrat was an incumbent, there were these same uh, wolf cryings, if you will. People worried that, oh, young people are going to abandon the Democratic Party. African-Americans were going to abandon Barack Obama. It didn't come to fruition because when it becomes a binary choice, uh, it's really about the extremism of the Republican Party. There's no doubt, Scott, there's serious concerns about the age of our president. Um, and I think there's a lot of common sense Democrats like myself who worry uh, what that could look like uh, if, if something were to happen to the president. Having said that, when the choice comes down to Donald Trump and Joe Biden, he'll win running away. Yeah, and I think that's the concern, John. On the other side, as a strategist for the Republican Party, uh, what do you tell people when you have that binary choice and there's so much pushback against Trump? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Donald Trump is not an ideal November candidate. Um, he just isn't. There's, there's a, quite a few Republicans, historic Republicans, that just won't vote for him. I don't think they're going to vote for Joe Biden. Uh, so I don't know how much help that gives Biden. What Trump does have is a passionate base of supporters. There is no question about that. I don't think they're, well, they're nowhere near a majority of the country. Uh, but they are a sizable chunk of the Republican electorate. So I think Donald Trump's going to be the nominee. Uh, I think the Democrats would be foolhardy to not try to remove Biden from the equation and get a more electable nominee for the party. But that's easier said than done. I mean, if, the, if the incumbent president wants to run, uh, it's going to be very hard to convince him otherwise. But that's what they ought to be doing, because Joe Biden is, is a weak nominee. Donald Trump's a weak nominee. We touched uh, on this a little bit on Friday. I was talking about the border crisis and the fact that all these people have come into Chicago and New York and other major cities. But they did it during the warm uh, summer weather. And now winter's coming and they're doing all these kind of crazy things like heating up buses overnight so people can sleep getting people one-way tickets to Africa and stuff like that. So, I'm, I, uh, John, you had some thoughts on this uh, on Friday. I wanted to hear those again. Well, I mean, I think if you're serious about solving the border crisis, uh, the, the real nuts and bolts of it are with the asylum-seeking process. And right now, you show up at the border saying you're seeking asylum, and that begins a process that could take years to, to get adjudicated, and a great number of those folks are just released into the country with a court date three years in the future. That's not solving this problem. And I think the way to solve the problem best is to reform the asylum process so that the asylum request is made at the U.S. consulate in whatever country the asylum seeker is in, and then that process is adjudicated. We're going to have to beef up the court system to be able to deal with those, but if you don't have an asylum avenue at the border, then I think the people that are crashing the border clearly are doing so illegally without 
any real purpose. And I think that will stem a lot of the tide. And I think that's the first step to really addressing the immigration crisis. All right, John Hancock, Michael Kelly, thanks for your thoughts as always. See you. All right. It is Total Information AM on this Sunday morning, November 26th. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.